Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, we are talking about AW Dynamite. From August uh, 24th, I think it was. Um, let me get my notes real quick. Yeah, August 24th. Um, we are one episode away from 200. Uh, so Sunday will be the 200th podcast. We'll have a couple people on. Let me talk about some stuff. More life topic stuff than we've, done, than we've been doing in the, in the last couple months. But yeah, AW Dynamite from August 24th. Um, we start off with their amazing intro with We Break the Rules, something, 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 boom. Yeah, and we saw Jim Ross. It's Wednesday night, you know what that means. Yes, that's how we start off the show, I'm great. Then Chris Jericho came out, I was like, okay, it could be worse, Jericho's here. And then uh, Jim Ross said, uh, instead of Will Ospreay, I'm pretty sure he said Will Ostrich. I don't know if he actually said that, but it sounded like it. Uh, Jericho got a cheap pop because he said, Yeah, it's good to be here in Cleveland! And the fans cheered because they're in Cleveland. Woo! Yay, Jericho's a heel and he's getting cheers. That's great, Chris. Um, But yeah, Jericho tells Daniel Garcia to come out here and then the show automatically turned into the lamest show ever because the McDonald's manager, Daniel Garcia, is coming out to tell you why the ice cream machine doesn't work. He comes out here, he tells, uh, he's walking out in his McDonald's shirt, not really, but uh, he got like no reaction until he got in the ring and the fans chanted, you're a wrestler, kid. Uh, Who cares? He's boring, not a wrestler. He is a wrestler, he's just a boring wrestler too. Uh, Chris wants Daniel Garcia to apologize for touching him last week, basically. Uh, Taz agrees that he should apologize, because Taz is a heel now. He's a heel commentator, and I'm thankfully, I'm so thankful we're finally getting Taz as a heel commentator. Sometimes, not all the time. Daniel Garcia said that Daniel, that Brian Danielson is his hero. And I said, this is awful. Um, Garcia... He said that he dreamed of having a match like last week. Well, he lost last week, so apparently he dreams of losing competitive matches. That's Daniel Garcia's big dream. I want to lose competitive matches against my hero, uh, Daniel Garcia. Boring as usual. Um, yeah, Brian Danielson then came out and said this is an awful way to start your show with Daniel Garcia. But Brian Danielson's here. Maybe he can turn this around. Uh, Danielson said that he agrees with the people. Daniel Garcia is a wrestler. He forgot the boring part of that, but, you know, whatever. Daniel Garcia can't make a decision of whether he wants to be a sports entertainer or a wrestler. So he pouts like a kid and tries to walk away, and Chris tries to stop him, and Garcia pushes him. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Daniel Garcia walks away to go back to his McDonald's job, wherever that is. And Chris Jericho is uh, stunned by this, that he just got pushed by Daniel Garcia. Danielson, of course, he said that he doesn't like sports entertainment, but that was very entertaining. That uh, He got pushed on the ground, or at least Chris did. Uh, Chris reminds us all that he is the last person to get through the heart dungeon, which, hey, good for you, Chris. You keep reminding us these last three weeks. You've been telling us. Um, basically, so... Garcia, not Garcia, uh, Jericho and Danielson are gonna have a match it all out, cool, and then Jake Hager hit Danielson from behind, yes, and this is still an awful way to start the show, with McDonald's manager out there, but whatever, 
Then we got the other good stuff. We had Dax Hardwood versus Jay Lethal. Um, when FTR's music hits, the crowd go, the crowd went wild because FTR is a wrestler, wrestler. They are a wrestler's wrestler. Um, Jay and Dax were amazing here. They're chopping the crap out of each other. Jim Ross and Taz were great on commentary with Dex Caliber and Tony Schiavone just sitting there. Um, Lethal put on the figure four, Dax got to the ropes, Dex had a Liger bomb, and Lethal kicked out at 2.9. The fans chant, this is awesome. Dax put on the sharpshooter, Sanjay Dutt came out. Uh, Lethal won, Lethal won the match by grabbing the tights. Um, before I get into what happened after that, this is just a great match. I didn't take many notes on it, because it was a great match. I didn't have to take notes on it to tell you that... They were doing gymnastics and they were botching. No, this was a great match. A great match. I didn't have to take notes on it because it was great. Anyways, uh, Sanjay Dutt, uh, he got the microphone after the match. He said, give it up for my best friend, Jay Lethal. And uh, he said, we're, it's going to be a trios match at the uh, pay-per-view. But I didn't tell you who the tag team partners were, Jay Lethal. It's the Motor City Machine Guns. And the guns music plays and they don't come out. But yeah, so the Motor City Machine Guns will be there. Cool. I like the Motor City Machine Guns. And I asked why are there four people at the commentary table. And Tony Schiavone also said at the commentary table that he has breaking news. And he will, they will go to commercial. They come back from commercial. And here's his breaking news. He's backstage with Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa is talking. She's getting interviewed or whatever. She has something to say. She says she's heartbroken. She has to step down and she can't be the AW Women's Champion anymore because of an injury. So they're going to have an interim uh, title match at the pay-per-view. Another interim belt. Yay. Then we got Colton Gunn versus Billy Gunn. Uh, Colton came out with his brother. The Gun Club has cool music. I, I just remember that. The Gun Club has awesome music. Uh, Stokely Hathaway is sitting in the crowd. I don't know why. Apparently, he actually doesn't work there. He just sits in the crowd and buys tickets all the time and hands people his business card. But yeah, uh, the Acclaimed came out with Billy Gunn. The Acclaimed are over. Everybody loves the Acclaimed. They cheered. Uh, Caster did his little rap thing. Uh, Bowen said, the Acclaimed have arrived. And he said, scissor me, daddy, ass. Uh, good for him, though. You know, Billy Gunn finally doing something, uh, comedy-related. Hey, I'm he not really here for it, but it's the acclaim, so kind of have to love it. Oh, the Gun Club is great, too. Uh, yeah. Good match again. Uh, Billy had doubts about beating the crap out of his kid for, at one point. Um, Stokely hit Max Caster with the boombox, and Austin throws Bowens into the steps. Colton low-blowed his dad, and Colton won after he hit the Colt 45. There we go. You know, not, not bad, AEW. Not bad. If you wouldn't have started off with Daniel Garcia, the McDonald's manager, this would be a great show so far. But you had to start off with him. Anyways, uh, after Colton wins, uh, Stokely gives the kids his business card. Uh, the guns then beat up the acclaimed after the match. Swerve, Strickland, and Keith Lee came out more like Swerve. Uh, and the gun club ran away. Keith Lee was not even halfway down the ramp when uh, the gun club left. <laughs> Great. Um, Tony Schiavone is backstage with Pac and some dudes I don't care about, which that is... Um, it was the Lucha Bros and uh, Ozzy Open and uh, dude, 
Will Ospreay. That's who is backstage. Um, Tony says it's going to be a match that they've been waiting for a while to happen. Will Ospreay said, hey, Rob, uh, I'm Australian, blah, blah, blah. If you couldn't tell by his accent, he's Australian. Um, and Pac says that he's going to murder them. And I said, okay, cool. Then we had Britt Baker versus Keelan King. How is Britt not getting booed out of the building? I don't know. They're in Cleveland. She's from Pittsburgh. Cleveland Steelers. Pit- or Sorry. Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh Steelers. How is she not getting booed out of the building? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, this match was alright. It wasn't anything amazing or special. But they got TV time. So good for them. Uh, Britt finally gets some heel reactions later in the match. Britt won, Britt got the mic, and Britt says that she's wrestled her whole title reign with a hurt wrist. That's what she did. And she said she, it'll be the first time someone ever cares about Tony Storm wrestling on a pay-per-view, and Tony Storm came out. And Jamie Hayter then attacked Tony Storm from behind. They beat her up. Uh, Britt had a terrible towel, and then Hikaru Shida came out with a kendo stick, and Britt Reba, a rebel, and Jamie Hayter ran away. Then we went backstage to the Acclaimed, uh, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Swerve said that they love the Acclaimed, and then, yeah, everybody loves the Acclaimed. Swerve. Keith Lee said that they would, that they are worthy challengers, and they will be their opponents for All Out. So the Acclaimed and Swerve and Lee, they'll have a match at All Out. Whoop-dee-doo! Hopefully they put the titles on the Acclaimed. They should, at this point, and then maybe the Acclaimed can... Go against FTR, and that'll be great. They'll have a feud with FTR. That would be amazing, but I highly doubt that'll happen. Then we got to the advertised match that everybody wanted to talk about. Here we go. We went to to unify the titles. It was CM Punk versus John Moxley for the to unify the AEW Championship. Um, I swear, when, when Moxley came out, I saw William Regal, and then William Regal just disappeared. I swear I saw William Regal, but I maybe didn't. Um, yeah, Jim Ross wants this fight to happen. Man is yelling before the fight. <laughs> Man's yelling before the match, let's start the fight. This is awesome. Jim Ross, first time he seemed excited in about three years um, for anything. Yeah, they keep hyping this match up, and they say, we got an hour left, and TBS is going to let us go go over the time limit if the match keeps going. I was like, okay, they're really hyping this up. It's about to be a great match. Jim Ross, uh, CM Punk came out. He got, you know, he got cheered a little bit, I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, they kept hyping this match up. And yeah, Jim Ross just completely swiped Excalibur's nuts. He kicked him in the balls, basically. Excalibur was talking about Moxley beating Tanahashi at, uh, at the pay-per-view before, and JR completely says, you suck, uh, and completely interrupts him and talk about the collar and elbow tie lockup. He just goes in on it. He, th- That's all Jim Ross cared about at that point. Collar and elbow tie-up. And I said, that is great, Jim Ross. You keep talking about that. Collar and elbow. Um, Punk kicked Mox, and he re-injured his foot. <laughs> in the story, obviously, because uh, Punk's probably still hurt. That's probably what the whole deal is here. Huh. So that's great. Just great. He's re-injured. Woohoo! And John Moxley won in like four minutes. I said, this sucked. Thanks for coming, CM Punk. We'll see you later. 
we'll see him 10 months or a year, however long you want to take off. Uh, awful title match, awful booking, awful everything. Lord have mercy. If that was the plan from the get-go, you should have just had Punk vacate the title and made Moxley the, the real champion. There was no point for this four-minute match besides the TV rating. That's the only thing that I guess was that they cared about. Let's get a TV rating real quick. They got over a million people to watch, so... They just popped the rating. That was the whole point of that. Popped the rating. Cool. Uh, we had Christian Cage. Christian Cage was upset. Jungle Boy didn't accept his olive branch last week. Good promo for my man Christian. Yeah, Jungle Boy and Christian... Or, sorry, Jungle Boy, Brother Dude, and Christian Cage have a match it all out. Um, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks got a mic. He came out. Great promo by Ricky. They're great. Whatever. And um, he's going to be facing Hobbs at the pay-per-view, I think. I didn't really pay attention. Because it's Ricky Starks. I love Ricky Starks. But at this point, I'm done with the show after the Mox thing. Mox and Mox match. I'm done. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I didn't watch the main event. I'm not watching Aussie Open. Or, I saw clips of this match. I saw him do a bunch of gymnastics. I saw the finish. It was stupid. Um, they started off with a gymnastics routine, and then I saw the finish where, uh, or not the finish, I saw one part of the match, Felix hit a rolling cutter, and Will Ospreay turned around, watched Phoenix roll, watched him jump, watched him hit the cutter on him, and I said, what is that? Yeah, Will Ospreay ain't my cup of tea, Ray Phoenix ain't my cup of tea, the Lucha Bros aren't my cup of tea. Kip Sabian came back if you care about that. Ozzy Open and Will Ospreay won the match. There you go. That's all I really need to know. What, a, what an awful show. It, uh, not an awful show. We started off hot. You started off hot. And not, you really didn't start off hot. You started off with the McDonald's worker. You started off with the McDonald's manager. So that wasn't good. Then you went to Lethal and Dax. Okay, there we go. Show's hot now. Then we get the gun club. Okay, show's still hot. We... It was a below average show. That's what I'm getting at. Below average. Million viewers, though. So there you go. You popped the rating for that CM Punk match. But yeah, anyways. That's gonna be it. Short podcast today, because Sunday's gonna be a long podcast. Um, Sunday, Sunday's gonna be a long podcast. It's the 200th episode. So there we go. Um... We'll get, we'll get some of the boys on. There we go. Um, anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, stay safe and peace out.